Just a quick word from our affiliates before we jump into the episode. SafePoint Loan Working App is a really simple way for you to manage loan working. Utilising what three words to get you pinpoint accuracy on the location of your people when you really need it. Get yourself a discount using the link and code in the description of this episode. Let's jump into today's podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of Rebranding Safety Panel. Health and safety is almost a victim of its own success. We need an oppressive regime of health and safety regulation. A huge fire engulfs the tower block. Children being forced to wear goggles to play conkers at school. Worst oil field disaster, 164 dead. Rebranding Safety, the modern health and safety podcast. Crushing the Stereotype, brought to you by Riss Fluent and your host, James McPherson. This week we're talking about all about kind of mental health essentially, um, in these unprecedented times, which I'm sure you've absolutely fed up of hearing that, that saying. Um, but same applies to the last two panels. I'm going to read out the COVID guidance. So basically, remember, in this episode, we're just got talking about our opinions, etc. Not that we're really giving you any kind of practical advice in this one, but we're talking all about mental health. But just to reiterate, you shouldn't be leaving the house unless shopping for basic necessities and medical stuff. Um, you can only go out for medical needs, one form of exercise a day, and traveling to and from work where you can't work from home. And it's important that you're still social distancing when you are going out. So, mental health. I'm quite upfront with how I um, feel on the podcast. I think it's important that, that you guys know me um i think it's important that i'm authentic with you and also you know it means a lot to me that you guys choose to spend time listening to me so you know thank you to all the guys girls old young etc out there choosing to spend your dog walks and commutes to work etc listening to rebranding safety it means a lot to me so on that kind of tone, I could try to repay, repay that by being 100% honest. Um, just FYI, yes, it is an absolute shit-tile behind here because I got a desk delivered the other day for the new studio and it was broke. So um, they're sending me another one. But they're not collecting the, other, the, the old one. So, you know, hashtag how big is their profit margin if they could do that? Anyway, so we're doing all about mental health. I'm quite honest, um, you know, in how I feel. So, you know, I haven't lied that over the last couple of months, probably, I've, I've kind of struggled. I've said that, you know, that's why the podcast kind of took a big break. I'd say I'm getting better, but it's peaks and troughs and that's exactly what I talk about in this um, so I kind of start this off by being 100% honest um, David gives his opinions and everyone and then everyone kind of starts talking about how we feel and, and what we're doing to try and stay on top of it so hopefully you can get some value out of this and, and I really just want you to get into the conversation so I'm going to stop waffling on um, you know the COVID guidance by now if you're not staying at home please don't be a prick and, and start staying at home talk to you after the podcast uh, Mr. McLean, <clears throat> hear me? Yes, apologies. That's all right. Have you got any uh, closing statements? We're just about to end the call. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so we're going to talk about mental health for, uh, in this. Uh, and, and, and we kind of had a brief chat on our little WhatsApp group, didn't we, gentlemen, about probably keeping this one as, as not, not, I'm not going to say scripted because none of my podcasts are scripted, but um, less structured and just kind of have a, a good, honest chat. Now, I, I would feel uh, rude if I was to ask you other gentlemen to start being wholly honest about how you feel if I... I didn't, um, you know, start. So I feel obliged to be the first one to go here, even though, you know, they say good leaderships, talk, good leaders talk last, don't they? But I feel obliged to be first. So I'll be, I'll be upfront and honest. I'll set the tone as well. So I'm, I'm in peaks and troughs at the moment. So we said like the other day that I'd had a bit of a low day and then the next day I was all right. I went for a bike ride and then the next day I was okay. I went for a run and I hate running. So I was kind of like peaks and troughs. So I, that's how I'm feeling. And then I had another shit day yesterday and I was just like, Ugh, God, I feel rubbish. Then last night felt my baby kicking for the first time through my pregnant wife's belly and now, and now I'm bouncing off the walls. So I suppose that is a good question, David. This stuff can come in, in kind of peaks and troughs and if if you're in I would say maybe not the best not 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 the prime kind of mental health state it, it can take little things so for example my, my desk my new desk got delivered I was very much looking forward to having my new desk get my teeth stuck into something achieving something putting it there moving the studio into the back room and I could stop sitting in this bloody crap room that I'm in now that turned up it's been bashed a bit so i've had to get a new and different one so and that kind of like really affected me but it's like such a stupid thing um could it be that like we're not at our prime and then we have peaks and troughs and the littlest thing can kind of knock us back down is that a thing or is that just me being me it's very much a thing and there'll be a, a huge amount of society will be there. So do you want me to give you the full explanation of that? Um, or do you want me to generalise? Because um, you were late, let's stick with a generalised at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what I meant was, do you want me to analyse you live on um, your podcast or do you want me to, um, <laughs> to be general? I, I think I'll keep it general. <laughs> um, so, peaks and troughs. This happens a lot in people's lives, in, in, in normal life, if you like, not what's going on at the moment. Um, and it's all to do with where we talk about a stress bucket, you know, where your glass, where the stress bucket is, how full your stress bucket is. So people are coping well, people are doing okay, things are going all right in their life, but they've got, most people are living with a half to three quarter full bucket in society. And people who are living with a half to three quarter full bucket in society, what does that mean? You're more likely to be a little bit more negative. You're more likely to fly off the handle when you're not necessary. You're more likely to feel a little bit low when things shouldn't really be low. Their bucket might be a little bit more full, a stress bucket. So in other words, they're more likely, they're more susceptible to these things. So we all want to feel good, obviously. That's what we're all on this planet to do, to feel good, to feel happy, etc. And so what happens is we do things in different ways and we get often a serotonin production, the chemicals, the happy chemicals within us, but also what we'll do is we'll get a dopamine rush and we can get that through different things. One of the reasons why alcohol consumptions went up so far is so that people can drink and, and they don't have to live through this, but also because it gives you an immediate high, um, it suppresses you and it's depressing, but it gives you a, a rush and, and there's chemicals released and one of them is dopamine. 
it's what gambling um buying new clothes if if you or your partner your wife buys a lot of new clothes then that, again it's that quick fix that people want to do because people are not willing to do what's necessary um to feel good for good um and that's what we can all do mm. so we need to look at what are the things up we kind of sort of think that life is life is happening to us today i feel good yesterday i didn't and things are happening and it's determining whether we feel good or happy or not and that's really nonsense to be honest we decide whether we feel good or not not outside and i know it's a more challenging when coronavirus is on or, or there's been an accident or a bereavement you know I'm, I'm a human being i get that obviously it's gonna be more challenging but in the everyday situation when people are, are, are peaks and troughs and going up and down what they need to do is, is realize that that you need to do the things which are going to make you play the, the long game and by long game i mean two weeks and I don't mean that you have to keep feeling rubbish until you feel better in two weeks' time. I mean, recognise that there is a change that's required over a two-week period or 16 days, 16-day programme, of course. And 16 days, if you keep doing these things, then you will have a marked difference. You will focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Your bucket empties. You will make sure you're being more positive than rather than negative. Your bucket empties. You'll make sure you exercise. You make sure you interact with people more positively, your bucket more empties. Now we've got a natural way of um, emptying a bucket every evening, which is called REM sleep, rapid eye movement. And it takes about 20% out of your bucket. But if you're filling it up during the day by 21 or 25%, then over time, you're gonna have residue in your bucket. Mm -hmm. So by thinking positive, positive interaction and physical activity, making sure you focus on what you do want, etc. That will mean that you will create the serotonin which will balance you out. Which means you make sure you make the changes over a period of time and not just this kind of almost letting life happen to you. Taking control and deciding how you're going to feel today. And that's a process and takes a little bit of time. But by doing those things and recognizing it and understanding it and recognizing that you're on that process, then you'll feel a bit better and you'll feel a little bit better and then you'll have a down bit. Understanding that uh, it's, life isn't over when that happens. Recognizing it's a process and that dopamine hits, cream buns, Jaffa cakes, um, gambling, online gambling, drug addiction, of course, to some people, prescription or not, uh, alcohol, um, extreme sports, uh, shopping for expensive clothes, whatever it is, it's all that kind of, I'm not feeling good because I've got a full stress bucket and I want to feel better. And what you need to do is recognize that yes, feel better in the moment. Um, the Power of Now, the famous book, There Only Is This Moment by Eckhart Tolle. Um, it's recognizing that feeling good, feeling good and seeing it more like, you know, you're, you're training for a marathon, you're, you're getting, you're making changes over a period of time. Do that and we'll all be as happy as we want to be. Mm. All right, quick show of hands then. Who's drinking more alcohol than they would normally? Oh, you make mm. me look like, thanks, Christian. Thanks for saving me, Christian. It would just be me on my own with a kind of old speckled head. I'm drinking, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking more frequently, certainly, because I'm kind of most evenings having a glass, but I'm not I'm not drinking in excess, if, if that makes sense. So probably, no, uh, yeah, no, I probably I am drinking more than I would normally, but sort of more at a 
don't know if that's good or bad, but more at a lower no, level get, rather than, yeah. I get what you're saying. I, I don't pre- normally don't drink like Friday, Saturday and Sunday are my, my kind of alcohol days. I, I like a beer. I think I think everything in moderation, if you like them, have them. Um, so I would say Friday night I would have them, Saturday night I would have some, and then Sunday, depends what my Monday is going to be like. Um, <clears throat> I try do try to do the things that the three Ps, like, like David said, but I'm definitely having... I wouldn't say every night, like one, maybe Monday. Depends on the day as well. It's that thing that you were saying, David, as well. Like, I have a sh- day and I'm like, oh, just have a beer because it does give you that feeling that, and it's instant. I find that patience is a big thing with this, isn't it? Like, we, we live in a society of instant gratitude. So, like, I feel crap and a beer or buying clothes or doing something like that. It's easy and I get an instant sense of, of like, ah, from it as well. But, and the thing is as well, um, I don't want to do the David show here obviously, but um, the, the, <laughs> the, it's the peak, Dopa, that's a dopamine hit and it peaks and then you drop back down to where you were before. So you're not actually doing it, and I know it. I mean, it's a, I've lived it myself. You know, we, we get we want quick fixes. We just want to feel better, or we want to forget about it, which is why we, anyone drinks alcohol. Um, so you want to forget about your rubbish day. You know, you don't need to be a crazy alcoholic to to, to want a little drink to to get over the, the day you've had or or the week you've had, if you like. And um, but it's so important to say, look, just give yourself eat the cream buns and have the, the, the can of beer as well, but just do the other stuff that's going to raise you up over the time as well. You know, if you really love, I love chocolate, you know, and I still eat it now, I'm eating it probably too much, but, you know, because it's nice, but I'm still doing this stuff that makes sure that my general well-being is at a high level so that I'm functioning better. So let's talk to the person who is... Uh, quite obviously running every day, Mr. Dempsey is making us all look bad by telling the world that he's doing better than I am. Uh, so <laughs> that, 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 so are, are you kind of, is it making you feel better? Because, you know, let, let's be honest, you know, this is a shit time for everyone, but especially if you're a business owner, you feel like running is, is your kind of helping you get through, JD, or how, how, are, you, how are you doing? Yes, when they're released, I mean, like everybody has tough days and, and days are better and not so good and challenging. Uh, certainly, this last um, this last six weeks, two months or so, to build in uh, red laces that the brand and really in social media has given me a real outlet around um, creativity, and that's given me a lot of positive energy, which has really kind of lifted me. Um, learning new things, um, I think being stuck in the four walls when it's been a bit grey for a few days on the trot, yeah, it starts to get things down. But yeah, there's been some warmth in the sun this week, and uh, and uh, this last couple of days, a few you know, a few degrees warmer, so actually getting out, and feeling the, the the warmth, the sun and yeah, breathing in some air and, and, and yeah, I'm still struggling with running a bit. You know, I ran a half marathon a couple of years ago and I used to used to get to go for a run on a Sunday morning, sort of 10, 15 kilometres around a church, pass some fields, see some sheep. And knowing that I could probably do, you know, get to the end of the road or maybe one kilometre and then I've got to walk back, it's a bit kind of soul destroying. So just keeping at it. But I know, I know I've been here before and I know just keep, keep trying and just recognising that it's not, it's a bit like mental health, it's not linear. You know, because I ran, five kilometers on Sunday and I thought great I'm back at 5k now next week will be 10k you know, two days later it's one or two k again so yeah for me it does help it is, it is an outlet um, and of course it helps get back in shape again as well it's all good I had a few few beers yesterday afternoon and the sim was out so we'll actually just take an hour or two out and just make the most of just having some time with the wife and with the dogs in the garden yeah, um, nice. yeah, things that, that, you know, remembering to take the moment out 
because at the moment the challenge is thinking I've got to be busy, I've got to keep working, I've got to keep trying to generate leads, pushing information out there. And I always I struggle to switch off quite a lot. Yeah, mm. I don't. I'm always thinking, I'm always wanting to do something, whatever it is. Um, even in that blog that I wrote on LinkedIn profile a year ago, a year ago on Sunday, and I said I, I recognised to myself I need to slow down, I need to pause, I need to switch off, and I've worked on that, but. Yeah, I, I'm still wired to keep going. I can, yeah. I, can, I can resonate with a lot of that. I think um, I, I, I probably just before my honeymoon was riding my bike a lot and I was getting seeing some big gains. My average speed was going up. I was getting faster. I was riding longer. I was feeling better. I felt great. Um, and, and then, yeah, like stuff happens and I'm just like, do you know what, screw the bike. Um, and yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm very upfront on this podcast. I haven't been in a great place. Um, and now I'm forcing myself to go out back on my bike. And you do have that kind of self competition with you. Like I get back and I'm really happy that I've been on my bike, but then at the same time I'm looking at my Garmin, I'm looking at a Strava and going, my average speed is only 15 miles per hour. It used to be much quicker than that. Um, but you have to take the rough with the smooth and, and like you say, just say, I'm getting better, I'm, I'm getting there and yeah, take the wind. Um, Christian, how, how are we doing? I think you, you, you've got like a house full of children compared to me. I mean, how many kids have you got? Full of children, two, two. Two, that's a house full of kids five. compared to me. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's pretty full on um, and obviously trying to run the business and my wife's working as well. So we're kind of oh, wow. having to balance all of that. I mean, interestingly, I I think that um, clearly a lot of people are going to be down about everything that's happening at the moment. But I've actually been really positive about everything because because I, I kind of feel as if at the moment there's no news that I can get really that's going to make things any worse. It can only be positive news. So I'm just trying to I'm you know really focusing on that and trying to do what I can do to make a difference and uh, make the world safer. You know, which is kind of what I exist to do I suppose in my job um planning for the future and yeah I mean of course it's still bits and bobs of ups and downs because when you've got a business and you know you quote for a job or something which you think you're going to get and it doesn't happen it's like oh you know and then you kind of feel a bit down for a bit for a while and then get yourself back up for the next conversation or email or or uh, zoom or whatever it is um but yeah I, I feel on quite a good path at the moment uh, how, that must be quite challenging in its own right to be two full-time workers then, and you and your wife, both of you is kind of working through these difficult times of the challenge in its own right, but then being full-time parents as well. It's not like, you, you say, for example, it's not like you're furloughed and, and your wife can crack on or, or mm. vice versa. Um, so you're both trying to work and be mum, dad and school teacher and provider cleaner. at the same time, cleaner. What Cook. a nightmare. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's um, it's fascinating to see the different experiences that people are having in this situation. So my next door neighbours on one side uh, are a retired couple. So they, you know, don't have anything to do. Um, not that they would anywhere, I suppose, but, you know, they're, they're, they're stuck in a house, so they're less active, but they've kind of put together lists of books to read and recipes to make and, and all this other stuff whereas we're very much head down survival mode as in get through the days and keep the house clean and hygienic and stuff and then try and just take off you know an hour or two at a time um in shifts to sort of say right let's let's do some work so it's 
it's yeah it's definitely difficult and i, I can see that people um in a different situation who you know perhaps not got kids and have been furloughed you know they're probably having the time of their lives because it's nice weather and they can just sit and watch netflix and you know and a lot of this stuff on social media is um you know oh, your your, grand, your grandparents and great grandparents had to go to war and you're, you're just being asked to sit on the sofa and i'm thinking to myself god i bloody love to sit on the sofa mm. it's interesting i think we we mentioned this i think david when we spoke um when you came on the podcast and I'm like i was usually the really juvenile analogy of this post i seen on link uh facebook sorry of um like a small dog goes for a puddle gets absolutely covered in in water and mud and then a tall dog goes for a puddle and it's just their paws getting covered in mud and i think that closely relates to 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 like now so say for example it would be quite easy for people to say well james is sitting on a podcast don't know how much of a, a mentally difficult time he's finding it but he hasn't got kids he's not running his own business he's getting paid you know what's what's the problem my friend has been furloughed and he's loving life like you say just you know spending time with his wife and kids he's got enough money he's not furloughed self-employed sorry he's got enough money saved put aside to um to survive but if he was saying oh, i'm still having a bad time you can't compare his puddle to my puddle and my puddle to christian and vice versa everyone has their own puddle in a way i told you it was juvenile but i hope i hope that makes sense yeah i mean that's a wider philosophical question that you've just brought up there um but the point is is that what's real what's reality what, what's what's problems what isn't it's all down to your belief it's all down as you say someone can be sitting there's many billionaires that are the most unhappy people in the world uh, and there's many poor people who are not and it's perception everything is perception and um, so and you ha we you all of us individuals have the choice to perceive things the way we want to perceive them uh, and it all starts with us thoughts create, create our feelings feelings create our actions and then that ends up with the results that we have so it's our perception um, and um, as, as Jonathan was saying earlier I wanted to pick up on that point it's the, the external pressures uh, the self-induced pressures I must work I need to earn money I must work I must do things that's what we're meant to do I, I must I must just push on with this but remember serotonin production uh, and positivity it's not just some meme on instagram to make you feel better it's directly linked to your motivation it's directly linked to how productive you're going to be so it's not go out for a run go for a cycle go in the sunshine take time off because that's what you should do because we're all good human beings and we should hug trees it's because it's vitally important scientifically that if you're going to be the best version of you, if you're going to have a better chance of perceiving the life that you want in the way that you want um, and be productive, happy, etc., then you need to do the things that do that. You need to raise your vibration, you need to raise who you are. And that's exercising whatever other points that I've made. So it's that's why it's so important. And some people sort of don't always see it. They think, I know I've got to do exercise, but I've got to get this work done. And they're typing away and they feel rubbish and they're not getting anything done and they're not getting any phone calls and they're feeling hopeless and it's low self-worth. Well, it take all day, but take time to do what you need to do, work on yourself and you become a better version of you and then you can attract and work on what you need to work on. Mm. 
So JD, you said about that post that, that you wrote and based on kind of what, what David was saying there, it resonates with me a bit because I think like if I if I stop to sit in like, my guilty pleasure, I quite enjoy playing the PlayStation once in a blue moon. Um, and I don't do it a lot, but every now and then I think, do you know what? I sit and play on the PlayStation. I do have this kind of thing in the back of my head to say, well, you could be reading an educational book right now. You could be doing a podcast right now. You've got five podcasts that need to be edited. You could be doing that. You could get a new guest. You know, it could be whatever. Um, is that like similar to what you were kind of saying? Like you just need to give yourself time to take a break and, and not allow the guilt to set in to be saying, I could be looking for clients right now, et cetera, et cetera. It's probably, it's probably less that. It's, it's not so much almost giving myself the permission to have the time off or feeling guilty if I did. It's more the fact that I just, it's where I get my energy from, I guess. It's, what, okay. it's a passion. Because it's a passion, you know, what I do, it, 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 I'm passionate about. So it's what I want to do. Um, and I just almost sometimes just need to be told that whilst that might be a passion, it's like, it's like any strength, any overplayed strength can become a weakness, can't it? So I guess passion, but if you, if you really drive your passion and live your passion, maybe at some time actually that can be your undoing. So on a good day, on a good day, that, that's fine. So I guess as, uh, as David was saying, when you've kind of got full of capacity and things are going well, that's good. But I guess when things aren't going quite so good, that's when it becomes an additional pressure that then it starts to make things unstable. Mm-hmm. It's a bit, bit of both, but it's more because it's passion. I'm the same. I think um, I get, I kind of, I'm quite um, enveloped in what I'm doing and I get a huge amount of satisfaction, you know, for doing stuff and getting um, good results from that. And, you know, that does sort of drive me on a lot. And I don't have, um, you know, I have many fewer uh, hours spare to to sort of do like pastimes or whatever than I did, you know, running a business, having kids and so on and so forth. Um, But I do get a lot of positive vibes and, determination and stuff from um, from doing a good job with work hmm. interesting you two are very good I, I, I agree I have, do what we like to do whatever that is and particularly business owners but I hope that we like doing what we're doing because that's why we're doing it and um, so yeah it, it's, it's again not that point that we should all just I know we can't technically do this at the moment but go running and cycling all day and go well I'm free and I'm happy and money will fall to me but it's it's and that balance and making sure whatever it is that you're doing is, is that you're enjoying kind of everything in moderation in a way yeah everything that, that suits you I suppose kind of like what we were saying in the other podcast David like what Gary V talks about is kind of you just be you you do you kind of thing most people don't do themselves they don't they don't be, be you if you like um, through lower self-worth self-esteem um, various things um, if we're all more of ourselves and to stop worrying what other people think, and, and we'd, all, we'd all be a lot happier. Mm. So I know I kind of um, was always looking at it like my, my friend is like uber productive, like he thrives off building things and doing things. He's always doing bloody something, like and DIY is like my worst nightmare. So I would avoid it like the plague. But I, I get the kind of 
I don't know whether it's like dopamine or what, but there's something that comes off being productive as well, isn't there? Like there's got to be like when you're producing something, mowing the lawn, you know, painting a room, moving, building an Ikea flat pack, whatever it is, you do have a sense of achievement from it. It's a positive um, action, isn't it? So it's, you know, you're creating, not consuming, you know, you're, you're, so you're sort of doing something of value whatever that value is and it you know of course different things have different values but mm. at least you're actually doing something rather than being passive mm. it's tangible as well isn't it you, you can see some instant results so i guess satisfaction from mowing the lawn but my wife probably needs to nag me 10 times to go and do it first <laughs> once i'm out there doing it i love it i mean it looks great once i swept in and did all the pruning things but yeah, i need i need a bit of encouragement because i'm naturally wanting to do what my passions are mm. um, but just being able to see something different do something different it gives you some different perspectives as well, doesn't it? It gives you time to, to not necessarily stop, but see them from different perspectives. Mm. I find it. I find the hardest thing, and, and maybe David, I've something to say about this, but it's not so much the the doing of the stuff is hard; it's the starting that's hard. So it, it's just like you say, you know, your wife's got a nag you to mow the lawn. So I'm with us. I hate painting, and I knew I needed to paint the back room. When we when I started on the Friday night, painted the back room. The next day, I'm finished painting the room. Then I'm like, do you know what? I, finish, I could sort my garage out. So like, my garage looks freaking amazing right now like i've sorted out it's never looked so good then the next day i'm like mowed the lawn it kind of snowballs this stuff isn't it like you, you go for a bike ride one day you'll go for a run the next day it snowballs it picks up like motivation comes from motivating if that makes sense like starting breeds it's motivation habits as well isn't it i think you could i mean, david probably talk about know a lot more about habits but i think you, you can get into a rut and you can get into you know, some thought process where you, you kind of that becomes your reality whereas again you know, phases where I've had an injury where I don't know where my trainers are I don't know where my running trainers are because I've not seen them for a month but now every time I wake up I know where my running trainers are and I'm probably going to run either before breakfast or not long after and, and it's just in there and even if I can only run one kilometre at the moment I'm keeping positive about that I know that I've got out there and I've tried and by running one kilometre every day this week I know that in two or three weeks I'm going to be running five or ten but if I just give up and think oh, I can only run one I'm not doing it it'll be a month and i won't know when my running trainers are so some of it is i think it's about kind of good either habits or routines or something along those lines they would probably tell you no absolutely it's the keys momentum and a uh, momentum builds obviously and that's why i talk about one of the key principles to change is small changes is small it's um it doesn't matter how big the task is um you know what you might think like painting a wall or whatever it's you know some people think that's small some people think it's large but it's about get, doing whatever it is and picking up the momentum and it's about gathering that momentum and why it's so important with small changes because we think what's the point making that one small thing whatever it is because actually what i want to do is this and this is a big task but it's getting to that point so if, if uh, painting a room seems too much then it's putting the bins out and it's whatever it is it, and it doesn't really matter what it is it's about gathering that in the momentum and, and that's when the serotonin production as we talk about um, is created and then then you're off and you're off running just like that marginal gains piece you, you talk about yes, quite, yeah. that's exactly it yeah Mm. which i i love that I, that that's made a big impact on me i wouldn't say i'm utilizing it right now but you know it, when i when i have and, and i should every day if i'm honest but like when i have it works so well is that just kind of like 
stops you beating yourself up you know if you if you're not you know like you say learning all day or running all day you know it's like you know, i did go for a run today or i did you know read an educational article or whatever your aim is i find that marginal gains to be so effective so effective yeah it really is and and what it also does is it, it fosters a stronger belief um and belief doesn't have to be i'm going to be uh, ex-businessman in five years or or businesswoman or I'm going to have this or, or I'm going to have this type of house when I'm older or you know whatever it is the belief is what's your immediate beliefs do I believe I can do this do I believe I can be this person do I believe that I can put the bins out today do I believe that I can paint that what that um nursery over the weekend um it, you know that's what it is that immediate so when we're just doing small things we, we, well, we believe well I can do it and we're manageable tasks and then, then you're then you're flying and you're doing whatever it is that you want to do anyway. Instead of going, I really need to get that done. I'll do it tomorrow. I really need to get that done. And then what do you do? You just give yourself a hard time, and then it fills your bucket up more, and and it keeps you in that place. So yeah, it's vitally important. And we only have two minutes left, so I do think, based on everything we have just said, I do think it's probably apt that I allow David about 20 to 30 seconds to tell us about his online course, which would fix all of our problems. I, I feel obliged to, David. Well, that is very kind of you. But the problem is you were late, so we, we're not going to give you that. I was. I I'm had so much momentum. I had so much momentum. Sorry, I'll be very, very quick. Yes, yeah, so um, feel good. Um, dot drmgroup.co.uk 16 day online program that's all about what I talk about all about helping yourself become that better version of you um, daily action sheets daily videos it's really good 15 minutes a day and it's still reduced at 49 pounds for the whole thing at the moment so it's very very good value and feelgood.drmgroup.co.uk Awesome. And I do feel bad that we're letting David kind of pitch his business and do a plug. So go on, you two can go. Mr. Harris, you want to start? Just tell us what your 15 different businesses do. Sorry, two different businesses do. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I basically help people to uh, have cleaner and safer buildings. So whether that's um, deep cleaning, reducing um, bacteria and, and uh, viruses or making uh, floors safer to stop people slipping over. So if there's anything that I can help you with there, give us a That's shout. That's a good plug. Well done. You, we're running out of time, Mr. Dempsey. The Red Lakes is uh, a risk management consultancy that helps bring creative and customizable solutions to help businesses of all sectors. Uh, I just wanted to quickly mention the transition said, uh, remember the time to discuss it today, but based on uh, the change curve, and you can Google this, so it's a Fisher's curve, this is really helpful if you're a leader or a manager or a team manager or a project manager working with um, groups. So you recognise how you're feeling, which is yeah, everything we've talked today has been an individual approach. But that tra um, transition curve there, you can use that with a team, with an organisation. The board can use that. It's recognising where you are and where other teams are on that journey. I think the other thing to mention is that it's not just cyclical. You don't just go through it and walk back out again. Yeah, there's lots of change happening all the time and you can slip back through it and go back through it. Okay guys, hope you enjoyed that. That's probably one of the most 
interesting discussions we've had. I've had loads of conversations with David and I really like David's message. And we've kind of, you know, in the other podcast, we're talking about kind of how David was starting to remind me of Gary Vee, you know, the same message all the time. But it is that same simple message of like, where is your stress bucket? Can you operate the three P's, positive interaction, positive thinking and and some physical exercise? You know, try and get those things done um, because you're going to start releasing those endorphins. And, and I understand what it's like struggling to start and at the moment it's easier to order a Domino's and sit and have a pint or sit and play on your playstation that stuff is easier and i 100 percent agree i'm in the same kind of battle with that now so i'm gonna go right now i'm gonna finish this edit this and i'm gonna get my i'm just gonna go on a bike ride but i haven't got time so i'm gonna go for a short run and just maybe maybe do a bit of a speed run now i say that like i'm you know exercising all the time i'm not really struggling to stay consistent with this stuff because i don't feel right up here so that is my 100 being honest with you so why don't you finish listening to this podcast and now go for a run just like i am or get on your bike or go for a bike ride or do some press-ups or go for a walk or do some speed walk or whatever. There's a lady that goes in the park where I walk the dog and she's there every morning with uh, with like some lightweight dumbbells and she's walking up the big hill. You know, every little helps and all that stuff releases those endorphins, gets you into the, the right state and like David says, it'll build up momentum. And then if you're really gonna wanna kind of feel good for long, then don't forget to go check out David's course as well. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for the currently the last set of the panel. But we'll wait and see what people think. We'll wait and see what the what the three gentlemen think as well. We want to carry this on. Maybe do it less regularly. Maybe now shift over to I don't know once a month, something like that. Let me think. Let me let me tell you what I think. Let me tell you what I think. Or you tell me what you think. What do you want? Are you enjoying these? Are you are they annoying you? What, what would you like? Would you like us to talk about something more? Do you like the idea of a panel? Do you want to come on the panel? Tell me tell me what you think. Tell me what you want in the comments below. Or you can drop me a message on any of the social medias that are coming onto your screen right now. It should do a little noise. Without further ado, I'm going to stop waffling because I am pretty much waffling. Don't forget to follow the government advice or the government links and the links for these gentlemen's websites and for David's online course in the description below. Um, I'll catch you next week in the podcast next week where we're talking all about the other risks. How do we manage the other risks whilst dealing with COVID as well? It's an absolute nightmare. Catch you next week. Safe. Hey everyone, just a quick message from our affiliate program. Using DRM's online course, you can learn to move away from feelings of anger and frustration and get yourself some lasting positive change. Click the link in the description of this episode to get yourself a discount. And thank you for listening to Rebrand the Safety.